Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Rabel must start Will Levis the rest of the season. And it sounds like that's what he might do. We'll talk about it on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On. To get started, we got a big show today, folks. A lot to discuss. Mike Rabel talked about the possibility of starting Will Levis throughout the rest of the season, and I was pretty surprised with Mike Rabel's answer. So, we're going to go over what he had to say. Also, Derrick Henry is not going to be traded. I will explain to you while it's not the trade deadline yet, we got a deadline on Monday that makes it very, very unlikely. Also, I'm going to have a little bit of an Roland's rant for you guys on some of the fake controversies right now. Malik Willis getting booed, Will Levis and Mike Vrabel in the tunnel, all that. We're going to talk about all that stuff on today's show before we get into it. Thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast. It's your team Every day. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. It's Thursday night football this week, so we're going to be doing things a little bit different. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the tape. Today, we're talking about some talking points. Thursday will be crossover Thursday still, but it will be a game preview for you guys. And then I'll be going live immediately after Thursday night football ends to break it all down with a 30-minute recap that will be there on Friday morning for you guys for the Friday show. So still a big week here on the Locked on Titans podcast, but Listen, I was harsh on Mike Vrabel last week. I was incredibly critical of Mike Vrabel last week. The answers that he gave in his press conference, the weird quarterback rotation stuff, the the weird stuff with Kevin Byard, and we didn't trade him because of our rec, all the weird stuff that Mike Vrabel said last week. I'm not a quarterback. I don't know if splitting reps hurt you. All that weird stuff. Well, it looks like all that needed to happen was for the Titans to get a win and look like they might have a franchise quarterback on their hands. And then Mike Vrabel started acting like a normal person. When you guys listen to this, it's going to be Halloween, probably either Halloween Eve for the YouTube people or Halloween Day for the podcast folks who listen um, to the audio version. Mike Vrabel dressed up for Halloween as a normal football coach, okay? Mike Vrabel was asked about Thursday night football playing against the Steelers in the quarterback situation there. And he said, quote, we'll see where Ryan is. Hadn't done anything here with him yet today. We'll see how he is. We probably would say that if Ryan can't go, we'll move forward with Will and we'll see where Ryan is. It is a short week, but we'll have to see who is available at every position. There it is. We probably would say that if Ryan can't go, We'll move forward with Will. 
all right, so they're not going to try to. Last week, Vrabel wouldn't even admit that Will Levis was going to be the starter. Okay, he wouldn't even admit that. So now he's at least like, okay, yeah, if Tannehill can't play, then Will Levis will be the starter. And I know right now, right now, some of you guys are like, wait a minute. Does that mean that he'll put Ryan Tannehill back in if he's healthy? Is that what he's saying right there? And there were some people on the internet who ran with that idea. But read a little bit further. Read into the quotes a little bit more, a little further down here. Let's talk. Because Mike Vrabel was asked the obvious follow-up question. Wait a minute. So who's the starter going forward the rest of the season? Can Will Levis be the starter over Tannehill when Tannehill is healthy? Mike Vrabel said this. Until Ryan's healthy, I don't think I am ready to make a determination. I think that is something that could be a possibility. But again, we're talking about hypotheticals. We'll get Ryan healthy and see where things are at then. Did you hear that, folks? That could be a possibility. For Mike Vrabel to say that it is a possibility that Will Levis is the rest of the season starter. I mean... That, for Mike Vrabel to say that based on the way he acted last week, like, that's outrageous. To me, that's a clear admission there of, okay, maybe I do need to play the rookie. And listen, I agree with Mike Vrabel. There is no need to make that decision right now. There's no need to announce that. There's no need to say, yeah, Levis is going to be our starter the rest of the season no matter what. But there's no reason to say that right now. So whereas I was fully critical of Mike Vrabel last week, to show you that this isn't just, I'm going to hate on Mike Vrabel no matter what he does. His answers in his press conference today were straightforward. His demeanor was honest. He gave realistic answers to questions. It's a possibility that Will Levis could be the starter over Ryan Tannehill. I don't need to make that decision now. They're not, Tannehill's not healthy. Okay. I appreciate that straightforward answer, Mike. That's a legit answer. It's a possibility. Mike, Mike could have said, I'm not even touching that. It's not even a thing right now. It's a hype of the coat. But, but he said, it is something that is a possibility. And to me, for Vrabel to do that, that's quite the admission. Okay? But it's not just that. <laughs> I mean, I loved a lot of stuff that Mike Vrabel had to say. He said that fans have the right to boo. They're going to support the team when the team is playing well. But he also said his teammates should stick up for their teammates. So people are sticking up for Malik Willis saying that he shouldn't be booed and his teammates are coming to his defense. Great. I want my head coach to want his players to do that. So great. But Mike Vrabel also acknowledged that the fans have a right to boo if they want, which is also right, which is also true. So I think think that Mike Vrabel answered those questions very well. Also, they asked Mike Vrabel about trades and Mike Vrabel gave an honest answer. Said that they were going to be diligent at looking at anything. To improve the team. He said no player, person, or position is immune. If someone wants to call and offer a trade, it is only right by the team for Mike Vrabel to listen and for Rand Carthon to listen and answer those calls. So Mike Vrabel said, yeah, it's possible Will Levis starts the rest of the year. Mike Vrabel said the fans have a right to boo. Mike Vrabel said he he wants his teammates to stick up for each other. He also said that the Titans are going to be diligent and answer any trade and no one's untouchable. I mean, this is normal, logical, reasonable answers from Mike Vrabel. Now, Will Levis needs to start over Ryan Tannehill going forward when they're both healthy no matter what. But based on what we heard from Mike Vrabel 
on Monday, I think that there is a good chance that Vrabel does realize the rookie not only played well, but he injected life into the team, into the stadium. And if you've seen the video on social media of what was on the Jumbotron after Will Levis's first touchdown pass, his coaches being fired up, Levis fired up, screaming. His defensive teammates, Tier Tart, a couple other defenders coming up to give him some love, man. Mike Vrabel recognizes the wave, and he didn't come right out and say it, but him saying it's a possibility, to me, that's practically like him coming out and saying it anyway. You know what I mean? With how Vrabel operates. So, breath of fresh air, really refreshing to hear Mike Vrabel be more logical, to be more reasonable uh, about the situations that the Titans are in. But with that being said, a big deadline passed on Monday that I think means Derrick Henry will not get traded, and we're starting to hear some reporting that leans that way as well. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. All right, guys, I've been telling you for a few weeks now, you're in Nashville, you're watching the game, before the game, after the game, anytime, really. It's a great time to hop on DoorDash and check out some of your local Favorites For me personally, I love Acme Feed and Seed, probably my favorite restaurant in Nashville. Now, I'm not going to act like I've been to every single restaurant in Nashville, but my God, I always get a good meal when I go to Acme Feed and Seed right across the bridge from the stadium. You guys can get some food from Acme Feed and Seed yourself on DoorDash. And right now, you can get up to 50% off up to $10 in value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. All you have to do is download the DoorDash app, enter the code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-23. Subject to change. Terms do apply. But again, great local options on DoorDash. You've trusted DoorDash forever. It's time to do it again. Also want to let you guys know, another reminder, 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. All you got to do is download the DoorDash app, enter code LOCK23, and subject to change, terms do apply. Get it delivered from DoorDash. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about Mike Vrabel's answers in his press conference, talking about Will Levis going forward, all of that. Really enjoyed what I heard from Mike Vrabel, a lot of honesty, a lot of realism in his answers. But now I want to move forward and talk about some trade situations because depending on when you're listening to this, my YouTube people on Monday night, my podcast people on Tuesday morning, it's the trade deadline, folks. But there was a critical deadline on Monday before the trade deadline that has passed as of this recording that I think eliminates the chance that the Titans trade Ryan Tannehill, that the Titans trade Derrick Henry, anything like that. I don't think the Titans will be making any more trades. Now, my bold prediction last week was that Kevin Byard would be the only Tennessee Titan traded. And, well, hey, looks like that could be the case. There's about, right now as I sit here, about... 23 hours left before the trade deadline, so could be proven wrong, but let's talk about what this situation is, this faux deadline that has passed for the Titans. Adam Schefter from ESPN reported on Monday, 
after 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Quote, any long shot chance of a potential Derrick Henry deal diminished even further after 4 p.m. Eastern today, Monday. When the deadline passed for him to restructure his contract ahead of Tuesday's trade deadline, Henry has $5.5 million left on his deal. Quote, I don't think it's going to happen, a source said. End tweet. So there was a deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday for teams to restructure the contract of their players before the trade deadline. All right, Tannehill would be making like $15 million the rest of the year. Derrick Henry, again, would be making like $5.5 million the rest of the year. We're midway through the season. NFL teams are not in a cap situation to where they can take on that much salary. So what teams do is they restructure their contract to make the salary be lower, and that would allow them to eat some of the money, and then they trade the player away. The Titans didn't do that. The Titans didn't restructure any deals to make them more tradable. None of that happened. The Bills signed Leonard Fournette on Monday. Some of you guys said that wasn't related at all. Fair enough. Um, But I do think it was related. I think once it was obvious that the Titans were not giving up Derrick Henry, teams look to pivot. They need running back help. They're going to look elsewhere. Okay? So what I'm saying is from this, there is no way that some of the Titans' high-priced guys are going to get traded. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins. Now, maybe you want to look at a guy like Christian Fulton, but if we're honest, Fulton has had two good games back-to-back. And as I said when Fulton was struggling, Trey Avery is nowhere even close to Christian Fulton talent-wise. Fulton may have been struggling, but he was still the best option for the Titans. And where you're at is the Titans right now. Might as well keep Christian Fulton. If he continues to play well throughout the year, get signed in free agency, there's a chance you may get a compensatory draft pick from that. So, also, a lot of people were saying, Ryan Tannehill can't pass a physical, can he be traded? Well, yeah, you can't be traded if you can't pass a, a physical, but who's to say that Ryan Tannehill couldn't have passed a physical? We don't know the medical situation. We don't know if he's close to healing, if he's ready to play, if he blah, 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 blah. All that, so it was still a possibility up in the air. But with this, the financial aspect, of course, as they say, follow the money. And if you follow the money here, the Titans not restructuring any of these deals before the 4 p.m. deadline on Monday means that they most likely will not be making any trades before the trade deadline on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's as simple as that. So if you want Derrick Henry to stick around, you want DeAndre Hopkins to stick around, you want Danico Autry, Christian Fulton, all these guys to stick around. You can take a, a deep sigh of relief right now. You can. But what I would say to that is, I don't think it's the worst thing ever. And we're going to talk about this on tomorrow's show. But the whole point of tanking, the whole point of tearing things down, the whole point of selling off players for draft picks is so that you could get down to the bare minimum and then build it back up around, in theory, a good quarterback. That's the whole idea here. Tear it all down so that we can get a good quarterback and we can build it back up around him. Well, if you have the quarterback, then you don't need to tear down anymore. It's time to build up. It's different than last year. You had Ryan Tannehill. You had a team with no future. You had a broken down team. You had Josh Dobbs in at quarterback. 
What's the point of winning a playoff game and getting smoked and getting a worse draft pick and not getting Peter Skaronsky? But now, once you have the young quarterback in place, now you flip the, okay, wait a minute. Is Levis the guy that we can build around? If they think that he is, now it's time to build. Now it's time to try to win games. Now you want to get your young quarterback, Will Levis, a playoff appearance, right? Now you want to get Will Levis an opportunity to play at high-stakes games at the end of the season. And you want him to do that with Derrick Henry, with DeAndre Hopkins. See, Levis playing the way that he did on Sunday totally changes the calculus for the Titans now. It totally changes the feeling around the team, what they need to do going forward, how far away they are from being what they want to be. It totally changes things. So, listen, the buyer trade did make sense, but it also makes sense for the Titans to not trade Derrick Henry, not trade DeAndre Hopkins, and try to continue to bolster their young quarterback since it seems like, at least from one game, he might be the guy. There's at least a chance. And with an even better team and a better offensive line and better wide receivers around him, could the rookie be even better? That's the expectation. That's the hope, right? That's what you have to hope for. So, again, with the way that Levis played on Sunday, it totally changed things. And I think the Titans are smart to not make any trades right now with their offensive pieces and to continue trying to win as many games as they possibly can now that you might have the guy in place. So, just something to think about. But we're going to move forward. There are a couple of controversies on Monday that everyone was discussing. Will Levis and Mike Vrabel in the tunnel and the booze. Not the drink, the, the, the noise, right? We're all, anyways, moving right along. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one Sportsbook. Look, guys, FanDuel is so much fun. I love FanDuel. I love hopping on there, taking a look at all the action, all the wagers, all the bets you can make. And I have great news for you. If you're not on FanDuel yet, right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So all you got to do, place a $5 bet on a team's money line and if they win, again, you get 150 bucks. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel, but there's no better time to get in on the action. You can bet the spreads, the player props, the over-unders. The app is super easy to use, super easy to navigate. Make sure that you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and kick off the NFL season right. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about Mike Vrabel's comments on Will Levis. We talked about the trade deadline situation for the Titans. Now I want to kind of do a Rollins rant on a couple of uh, controversial topics, I guess, that fans have been debating all day Monday. Before I get into that, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. do want to say this, programming notes. I know today is normally Tic Tac Tuesday. I know today we normally go over the film. 
peek behind the curtain. I'll be fully honest with you. The film did not arrive in time. The files did not upload, download to me in time to discuss the film on Monday's show. I would have to be putting out the or Monday night, Tuesday morning show. I would have to be putting out the show at 10, 11 o'clock at night to be able to do the proper film study. So with it being a Thursday game week, don't have a lot of time to dolly around and push things to the next day. Wanted to talk about these things that are super, super important that everyone is discussing with you guys. The big news, quite honestly, the big news is more important. I'm going to have a ton of film work this week, though, on Will Levis. Tomorrow, my intention is to dive into the film a little bit, talk about what Will Levis did at minimum, even if we can't get to all the offense and defense stuff that we normally do. But again, it's a short week, Thursday night football right around the corner, so we don't have a lot of time to dilly around. I make promises to you guys, but I always reserve the right to audible if I think it's what's best for the show. So I hope you guys understand and I hope you can forgive me, of course, for the uh, change in schedule. But with that being said, couple controversies. Honestly, there were, I was involved in a few controversies on Monday on Twitter that, uh, one of which I, I will not get into, but I'm sure some of you guys are aware. But, uh, anyways, everybody is worried right now about Mike Vrabel and Will Levis's relationship. People are sharing videos of their interaction in the tunnel after the game. It didn't look super complimentary. Uh, Will Levis's facial expression did look a little weird, like Vrabel said something strange to him. Um, in the post-game speech, Vrabel didn't give any praise whatsoever to Will Levis, didn't mention him at all, which is quite the comparison to Mike Malarkey, who when Marcus Mariota had his excellent debut, I mean, Malarkey you know, brought him up in the locker room, gave him the game ball, celebrated the rookie, all of that. Blah, blah, blah. Mike Grable did none of that, all right? And then after the game, they asked about how well Will Levis played the media did, and Mike Grable was like, he got some help from his wide receivers and his protection. Like, he basically refused to credit Will Levis for the way that he played. Everyone's all up in arms about this, making a big deal out of it, and look, if I, if I am not making a big deal out of it, I mean, it's probably nothing. Let's be honest. To me, this is just classic old-school Vrabel. He's a longtime NFL veteran. There's a veteran quarterback in the room. He, there are veteran defenders and veteran offensive players. He is not going to crown this rookie in front of everyone and be like, oh, look at the special rookie who came in to save us. No one else matters. It's just not what Mike Vrabel is going to do. All right? Mike Vrabel was asked on Monday. He said he thought Will did good with the operational stuff. Said that he could have got Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks lined up incorrectly on a play. Levis could have maybe, you know, said to him to get lined up correctly is basically what Vrabel said. That maybe Will Levis could do that. But overall, he seemed very satisfied with the way Will Levis played. And then again, back to our first segment, he even admitted that it's a possibility Levis could play over a healthy Ryan Tannehill. Mike Vrabel admitted that. So... Let's not kid ourselves here and act like Mike Vrabel isn't excited to have Will Levis play well. Let's not kid ourselves here and act like Mike Vrabel hates Will Levis and all this stuff that certain people are saying, certain people aren't saying, whatever. I just think this is all to do about nothing. And if I, out of all the Titans content creators, and telling you this thing is nothing, well, you know, I can make anything anything if I want to. Let's just be honest about it. I do it all the time, okay? I'm telling you, this controversy is nothing. All right? Nothing. No big deal. Not worried about it. Do you see the way Tim Kelly got hype? Do you see the way Charles London got hype with Will Levis on the bench? You think Mike Vrabel hates that kid? No. 
Come on. He's just trying to tamper expectations. And I'll be honest with you. We've heard Mike Vrabel say this to guys in public before. Stay humble. Appreciate your teammates. Respect the people in the building. Blah, 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 blah. In my opinion, if I had to guess, Mike Vrabel, as Will Levis is going into the thing, says, stay humble, rookie. Make sure to credit your teammates. Blah, blah, blah. Just Mike Vrabel just giving him those reminders about how to handle the media because the Titans run this thing like they're the CIA. You know what I mean? So I just don't think it's a big deal. And then finally, not finally, not going to be the last thing I say, but I will say this. The booing thing is insane. Like I said yesterday, you, you fans, the fans, the customers of this corporation pay thousands, hundreds of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars over their lifetimes supporting this business. If they want to express their dis- displeasure with what the corporation, what the business is doing, and they choose to boo, that is their right. And I had somebody say to me, uh, booing is a small town mentality. What? The fan bases that are the most aggressive are the big cities. Philly, Boston, New York, Chicago. Big cities have the most aggressive fan bases because they don't have the podunk superstar attitude. The Titans feel more like a college town, like a college team where the head coach is the czar, the leader, the tyrant. No one can say anything. You'll have your credentials pulled. You'll blah, 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 blah. Can't say anything. No information's allowed to get out. Can't criticize the organization at all. Blah, blah, blah. In big cities, in big markets, they know these coaches, they're just regular people who can get fired any day. These GMs, they make mistakes every single day. None of you are above our booze. So that's why I at least appreciate that Mike Vrabel said, hey, the fans have a right to boo if we aren't playing well. They'll support us when we do play well and when we're playing hard and when we're being physical. He's right. Customers have a right to express their displeasure with the business they are giving their money to. It's really that simple. It is that simple. So, and oh, Malik doesn't deserve Yeah, Malik doesn't deserve it, but he's a 24-year-old man making a million dollars to play football. Grow up, everybody. Malik can take a couple of booze. All right? Malik is going to be famous and have a lot of money, more money than most of us will ever make in a year or in four years when he's done with his rookie contract. He'll go off. He'll be famous either and he'll start a business. He'll get into the church, which I think he will do. Malik Willis is going to benefit infinitely, infinitely, infinitely off being an NFL football player. I don't feel sorry that he had to hear some boos that were actually directed at Mike Vrabel that Titans fans absolutely have the right to send out on the field when the head coach of the team is trying to rotate quarterbacks. So, now look, I don't blame the Titans team. I don't blame the players for defending Malik Willis. Sure, go ahead. That's what they should do. Like Mike Vrabel said, you love to see that. Teammates defending teammates. But I'm here to defend the fans and the customers of this corporation and this billionaire business. Tell them, hey, yeah. You're a moron for trying to rotate quarterbacks. It led to a turnover. We're going to let you know, as people who paid to be here, and the reason that Mike Vrabel makes a million dollars, more than a million dollars a year, is because of fans. The reason NFL athletes don't work in factories and restaurants and hospitals and like the rest of us is because we are willing to pay hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for them to have a cool job. Don't ever forget that. You could boo if you want to. 
And you're perfectly in your right as a fan to do it. All right? With that being said, though, I do want to say one last thing. Shout out to all of my fans, listeners, anybody who just interacts with me at all, appreciates the content I put out. I want to remind you guys and just say this. I have never, and I will never, steal content from any other Titans content creator. I write on alltitans.com. I'm on my Twitter account all the time. I do this show on multiple platforms. I have never and will never steal content from another Tennessee Titans journalist, content creator, anything. Never have, never will. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. I just want you guys to know, I appreciate you all out there who know that and are willing to vouch for me on that fact as well. So thank you all so much. That is going to do it, though, for today's show. Short week, baby. I'm going to be back tomorrow, hopefully breaking down some Will Levis tape with you guys. But as always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.